little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis Dan. Alongside me is... Awkward Colin. And GeekCast Joe. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing great. I am sad. Why are you sad there, Joe? I'm sad for the world. It was a really rough weekend for the world this weekend. That's true. Yeah. It was. That's true. Yeah, why don't, you, uh, why don't you explain to us what happened this weekend? I, uh, I would be happy to. Uh, this weekend, uh, among many other places in the world, uh, in, well, and in case, sorry, I feel like I should preface this with, in case for some reason your only news source is our tiny little brand new podcast, <laughs> I feel like I should tell you about this freaking thing. Uh, so over the weekend, uh, there was there were a slew of terrorist attacks that... Uh, uh, have been claimed by Daesh, which is the uh, the more offensive name for ISIS that I'd like to call them, uh, because they said that they'll uh, cut out the tongue of anybody who uses it, and I say, uh, come get mine. <laughs> Daesh. Anyway, uh, they ha- they attacked, or took claim, they claimed attacks uh, in several places over the world, including uh, Beirut, Paris, and Kenya. Um with uh, specifically in Paris, uh, which is the one that most people in the U.S. will be familiar with, uh, they had they injured or killed uh, around 350 people, and it is about the worst uh, terrorist attack that has happened in Europe in the last decade. So, yeah, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. So there were more attacks than Paris. Yeah, Why correct. Were Paris then. Yeah. Well, well, that's. That's what pissed a lot of people off is because there's other places that were attacked, but only Paris is getting really recognized most for. That's yep. Messed. It is messed up. But so what What do you say to your attacks where you said uh, Paris and where else? Uh, the ones that I know about, uh, there was Paris, uh, Beirut, uh, Afghanistan, Kenya, and a couple other places I, I can't remember off the top of my head. So uh, Paris had 153 dead, roughly, with uh, about 300 injured. Uh, Beirut had about 40 dead. I don't know how many injured. And Kenya was uh, 142 dead. Uh, I'm not sure how many injured. And I don't know anything about the Afghani attacks. <laughs> Except that they happened. So what what was it? Was it an event that this happened at? Uh, in Paris? I don't, I don't know... It, about Beirut or Afghanistan. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I have, I have a lot of, you know, thoughts and prayers for the other attacks that happened. Um, yeah. Like, but it's not, let's try to focus on Paris. Yeah, right yeah, by all means. Um, in Paris, it happened, there were, there were eight shooters slash suicide bombers. Um, seven of them died. We don't know where the eighth one is. Um, uh, they, uh, some of them attacked a concert hall in Paris during a uh, uh, it was like a bunch of teenagers at a at a concert. Yeah, I think it's Eagles of Metal Death. Yes, I believe something like that. Eagles of Death Metal or or Metal Death. I'm not sure which, but yeah, <laughs> something like that. Um, and yeah, that that was the worst one. Was that one because there were uh, I think about a hundred people were shot and killed there, and that's where the majority of the injuries were. Because uh, I guess three three of the gunmen just walked in with basically automatic weapons and just started firing. So uh, there also was an attempt to blow up uh, the stadium in France during a, a soccer game. Uh, 
but none of the bombers made it in. Um, that particular attack only took four lives. The lives of the three bombers and the guy who stopped them from entering the stadium. Um, and the, then there uh, were a couple of attacks on cafes. Yeah. Yeah, I see uh, they detonated a bomb at McDonald's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. So it's it's really it's quite heartbreaking. Um I'm trying to sound sincere. It's just I've been I've been in the throes of dealing with this from a pastoral perspective for the past uh couple of days. <laughs> and so uh it's it's very it's it's really, really upsetting. Um I think the thing that upsets me most is uh how the world is reacting to it. Yeah. Um I just I don't I can't see an end to the cycle of violence in the foreseeable future. No, oh, no, 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 this, this ain't going to stop anytime soon. It's an unfortunate thing, but it's not going to stop anytime. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, well, educate me here for a second, Joe. Why exactly did they, um, what's the significance of them turning the lights off on the Eiffel tower? Uh, I think it's just a sign of mourning. Um, the Eiffel tower tends to be such uh, a sign of hope for Paris in general. Um, that, to have the lights on is to say that that Paris is, you know, good to go. They're safe. It's it's safe and happy and the city of, of love. Um, to turn the lights off is to say, hey, you know, we're very sad. Something bad has happened. It's like lowering ha- it's like lowering things to half mast here, or um, you know, changing the lights on the White House or the Emperor Empire State Building to to match what's going on. Yeah. Okay. So are the lights still off on the Eiffel Tower? Uh, they came back on today. Yep. So they had uh, they had three days of mourning citywide, and today is the uh, the day that they're officially ending their mourning period. <laughs> I'm sure it will continue for many weeks and months, but oh yeah, for different people. Too. Yeah, but officially speaking, it's it is over. I sound like the way they decided to mourn was uh, dropping bombs on the capital of. Uh... <laughs> well, <laughs> that was that was the ice cream after the breakup. Oh, perfect! Yeah. If you will. Well, at least at least they you know feel it's time to take action. So. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, to those of you who are in Paris or know. Parisians or know somebody who was over there that was injured in the attacks, the attacks. Uh, love and prayers to you. Yeah, to all of you out there to suffer through this. Yep. Um, and everywhere else, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, not even just Paris, but uh, you see Beirut and, and Afghanistan and Kenya. Yeah, thoughts and prayers out to everyone. Um, it's it's a tragedy. Uh, it's. It sucked that it happened. Yes. Um, it's horrible people in this world. Yep. Um, speaking of uh, horrible people, I heard uh, Rob Lowell had some problems. <laughs> yeah. Rob Lowell decided to uh, tweet something about, oh, now they decide to close the border. Right. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but apparently he doesn't like their president. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, like or hate a president, you know, got to have some respect for a country. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I mean, it, 
It's weird. It's weird watching the West Wing and seeing the character he plays there versus who he is in real life. That was kind of a strange thing for me. I know him based on Xfinity. <laughs> nice, nice. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dirty Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Don't be like French Rob Lowe. Close your borders and get Direct TV. <laughs> oh, that was a bad joke, and I feel bad about it. No, I don't feel bad. No, don't even feel bad about it. Now, um, have you heard anything about this? Um, about these refugees coming? Um, as far as I know, the the for the United States, we are planning still to take in a hundred thousand next year, uh, which is up from. Uh, the last couple of years, we've taken in about eighty thousand, as I understand it. So, uh, yeah, that there's states that are refusing anymore, like Texas. Yeah, they're refusing it, but um, uh, in 1980, Congress passed a law saying that the executive branch has the authority to accept in immigrants from anywhere at any time, especially if they're refugees, and so. Um, Basically, they can't refuse it. Yeah, they can just they can make it harder. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of places where these refugees are not going to want to be settled on account of the the attitudes that are there. Oh yeah, because uh, that's going to be just as dangerous as living in Syria. Um, obviously. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah, they actually can't stop it. They can just be really troublesome to work with about it yeah. legally speaking I don't blame them <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's kind of like you know 9-11 happening and then we bring in refugees from Iraq well you know though but we've been doing that uh, there's been 750,000 refugees brought in since 9-11 and not one of them has committed an act of domestic terrorism yet well yeah but come on now <laughs> I'm an, forever the optimist <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's. I, I actually, I have no opinion on it whatsoever. I think it's stupid. I mean, that's my opinion on it. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, everybody has their own opinions to mm-hmm. different things, and they're allowed. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if if, if they come in, I, it is what it is. I guess I, right. I. I I don't I don't see why we keep getting into fights that aren't ours. You know, it's Agreed. rough. Yeah. It's one thing. It's one thing I keep thinking about, and it's no, it's no disrespect to France in any way, and I could be completely wrong with what I'm going to say, but after 9/11 happened and we wanted to go to war, everyone agreed with us, but France. Like, no. France. France was on our side. France was on our side. Yeah, they were one of the first people in with us. Who was it that wasn't on our side for that? I don't know. But I'm just reading – that's what I was reading recently. I feel like when I was living it, they weren't on our side. But I was reading an article recently that was saying that they were one of the first into the trenches with us. Yeah, I think I I remember like they – it sounded like they weren't agreeing with us. And that's why they came up with freedom fries instead of French fries. Yeah. I I do remember that now. That's weird. I'm food. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, food is good. My political view at that moment in my life was they're no longer French fries. Well, then I guess France doesn't like us anymore. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> if they're for us, great. 
if they weren't, I mean, at the same time, I still sympathize for them. But it's, I mean, we get into battles that aren't ours, and it's ridiculous. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I have lots of different opinions, and all of them are conflicting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, as most people are. But you know, I'm torn. I'm torn between a desire for for some nonviolence on our part, and mm-hmm. uh, the fact that you know we're the most powerful military power that has ever existed in the history of the world, and I think with that power comes some responsibility. But we yeah. got to use it better. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's the thing is we we haven't used it well, and it's blowing up in our face. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's yeah. hard to have an opinion on it without sounding like a dick. You know? yeah, right. I right. mean, that's why... <laughs> it's like it's like you want to support what they're doing, but you want results from it as well. Oh, yeah. Right. But, so... Hey, I mean, you know, as long as the fight isn't here. Yeah. Right. Well, I guess we're all good. As long as Pietro doesn't well, I mean, get hit. <laughs> yep. I mean, I guess from our standpoint, it's good to say the fight's not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I guess like we said multiple times, thoughts and prayers go out to everyone mm-hmm. all over the country. This freaking crew sympathizes. Yeah. Did I say that right? Sympathizes. Uh, yes. Sympathize with somebody. All right. Word of the day calendar. <laughs> Word of the day. <laughs> Word of the day calendar. There we go. And you know, you gotta put that to good use. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Joey. Yes. Talk to me about Malort. Malort. Tonight's the night you fight your dad. (laughs) Um, Malort is a Chicago-based, well, specifically Jepson's Malort, is a uh, sweet, I think it's sweet, Swedish liqueur uh, that comes basically from Chicago. The original recipe was from Sweden, but... Jepson's Malort is the Malort that I know and love, and that is from Chicago, from a Swedish immigrant in Chicago. Um, And it is a wormwood drink uh, that began to be popular in the early 1900s here in Chicago, the early 21st century. And, um, no, 20th century, I'm sorry. I'm uh, 100 years ahead of myself. (laughs) But it's the kind of drink that you got to try it once, and then you got to try it again while you're trying to get your friends to try it. Now, now get this is right, correct? Both of you and Travis have had it before. Yes. I've, I've had it on more one occasions, and the only time I ever had it when someone says, "Here, you try it first. <laughs> I've never I've never in my life seen anyone actually order this just to order it unless they're like, "Oh, you haven't had more lore yet? <laughs> Let me fuck right. you." Up for a minute. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, I have never had this, but you guys oh, have kind of piqued my interest you, on wanting to try this. You got it. <laughs> you you got to try it. <laughs> yeah, I'd actually like to take here if I can get them to load. Uh, I've got some reviews here from from Binny's Beverage Depot okay. on Malort. Uh, this one's from Professor Bling from earlier this year. <laughs> Finally, a way to literally drink pain. 
<laughs> this will put hair on the hair on your chest. Your face will contort so much after one drink that it'll clear any blackheads the fumes didn't already dissolve. Great for a night out with friends you never want to see again, or when you've just dumped somebody's body in the river and your conscience needs to punish you for it. Personal supplies are great for warning guests not to upset you lest they too taste the glory of Jepson's, or can be used to pa- thin paint or strip lacquer from your wood furniture that you really liked once. Three stars. Hey, with that, I think we should try it on these cabinets. <laughs> I'm all about it. Yeah, I got some remodeling. Uh, and, then, and then here's uh, another review by Forklift. Breakfast of Champions. One sip of this tasty liqueur will feel like liquid despair. Two will feel like getting a Swedish massage with a bowling ball. So I bought a case. Five stars. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And then uh, my absolute favorite one here on the Binny's website review. Uh, by Scott Malort Albert. Malort, for those with big balls. Love it. I slammed three shots back to back and didn't puke. Five stars. <laughs> I'm bullshit on that dude because there's no way he did three shots back to back. Right? No way. Well, I mean, some people. No, no, not any people. <laughs> Nobody. Well, of course, I've never tried it, so Nobody. I can't. Um, you dump two shots into a toilet and it gets. Right. Hot. No way. <laughs> Yep. You pour one out for your homeboys, you throw one in the bartender's eyes for serving it to you, and then you take the last. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to do three shots of Malort. There you go. Oh, man. I remember taking that at your bachelor party, and that was... I... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> my my stomach hurts just remembering it. Mm. I've actually come to get a taste for it. It's well, see, that's the thing. It's like it. It's not like I'll never drink it again, <laughs> right? It's just I'll never suggest drinking it again, right? It'll never be my idea. <laughs> Would you ever try and get one of your really good friends to drink it? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I got I, many of my really good friends to drink it at my bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> That, that bottle, oh man. Mm. Is it like one of those instant headache drinks? I, I saw a splash of it hit the sidewalk and crack it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think it's an instant headache removal drink. Oh, really? Well, I oh, just, God, yes. Oh, I, you know, looking up on the uh, web, because obviously everything's real on that. Oh, right? yeah. Leave everything on the internet, you know. Oh, yeah. Abe Lincoln said so. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know because I heard about it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that uh, Malort actually used to, be used to cure uh, menstrual cramps. Yep. Yeah, the, I guess the workers would just pull it right off the line, take a pull, and move on. So to all our uh, female viewers out there, if you ever struggle with your uh, time of the month, yeah, take a swig of Malort. Yep. It'll, complete, were... it'll completely take your mind off the other pain. Yeah. And if it works, you can thank me. If it doesn't work, you're foolish to listen to me in the first place. <laughs> Excellent. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> That's the only way to really look at it. I mean, the Lord should never be an option for anything. 
Oh, man. I love this thing right here that I just found. Challenge to the braggart who says, I can drink anything. Jepson is a liquor so bold, rugged, brash, and rough, your first sip rudely warns, Look out! Here I come! Even for the braggart, Jepson is improbable, except for the most daring drinker. Brusque and harsh, the liquor Jepson takes raw courage to down the first round, then dares you to order a second shot. No better date exists than today to accept the challenge of your first drink. Ah, for the braggart who stays the first few rounds, odds are he'll be Jepson's forever. Jepson, the two-fisted liquor. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That makes me laugh. I like that. So yeah, if you're ever in Chicago land and you want to just drink liquid despair, so it it tastes like you deserve it, and it's great. That's that's why I like it. It speaks to the starving artist in me. Well, um, what uh, what was this I heard about? um, Three Floyds. Oh yeah, Three Floyds Brewery out of. Shoot, somewhere in Indiana. Tom, uh, where's that at? We've been there. No, we haven't been yeah, there. I've been there too. I can't think of where it was. That's right over the border. That is silly that I can't remember that. Yeah, but, uh, I've never been there. Anyway, uh, they got together with Jepsons and they, um, Munster, Indiana. Uh, they decided to age their um, famous IPA uh, in it. Trying to figure out what the name of the IPA is because I forget. Is it Dice of Doom? No, no. I see something here. I just pulled it up. Three Floyd's Dark Lord. That's what it is. Dark Lord, aged in Jepson's. That's the one. So it's not an IPA. It's their Dark Lord. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) What a drink. That's like motor oil flavored with Jepson's. That sounds a lot better than straight Jepson's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, they they've decided to age some of their Dark Lord in Jepson's Malort barrels. Yeah, look at this. Uh, what's this post over here? It says Dice of Doom, an unholy game of chance, featuring a three Floyds and Jepson's Malort Dark Lord variant. Uh, looks like November twenty first. They're uh, having some kind of some of that. Yeah. Maybe it's uh maybe it's a dice game. Nice. Something to check out, right? Could be. I noticed here in Chicago, whatever it is, because I saw about it on Facebook. Yeah. Not that I was invited. <laughs> well, we're going to invite you. Floyd's. Even though we don't have that authority. Right. Yeah, yeah I'll send you the invite. <laughs> Perfect. Look for that email. <laughs> I, I'm not, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, I'm not a craft drinker, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, what was that, Travis? Uh, you also had a liquor you wanted to mention today. Yeah. Yeah. Joey. Colin. Yes. Remember Stone Cold Steve Austin? Yes. Ron, that 316? Austin 316? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. Stone, Q, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mr. Beer Drinking himself, came out with his own IPA. Nice. Fantastic. Yep. It's, uh, it's called the uh, Broken Skull IPA. He teamed up with a craft beer company out in California called El Segundo Brewing. I think I said that right. Segundo? Segundo. Uh, I would not know. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm, I, I can't it's, see. I mean, it sounds right. It sounds right. El Segunda Brewing uh, Company is out there in uh, California. Uh, he's worked with them to create a new IPA. Uh, it actually launched uh, over this past Friday on Black Friday. Black uh, Friday is not till after. Uh... And by Black Friday, I mean Friday the 13th, obviously. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> it's been a long day. Obviously. But yeah. Yeah. He spent his whole uh, his whole career drinking uh, what he called Steve Weisers, which you know were obviously Coors Light, but he uh, came out with an IPA drink. Fantastic! Day. Yeah, um, I'm excited to try. It. However, for the time being, it looks like it's only going to be distributed um, out in California, and then after that, to look to branch out maybe over into Texas, and then they'll kind of go from there as far yeah. as where see they what their audience out. is for. Yeah. It. Yeah, I don't know how it could not hit Chicago, the frickin' probably third place craft brewery center of the world. Oh yeah, I I I definitely see it hitting Chicago. I definitely see it hitting up in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's I mean, I'm, I'm excited to try it. Hopefully, it does get hit over here. I mean, it's not just because it's a different beer, but because it's Uncle Steve Austin, and- right? Yeah, and if you like it, it'll actually be surprising because you're not a big craft beer drinker. I'm not a big craft drinker. I mean, every time we went to a, you know, <laughs> a place up in Milwaukee when we went, yeah, you know, and they asked me why I wanted. I asked them anything that's closest to Bud Light. <laughs> yep, that is not a lot. I mean, the closest thing I get to a craft beer I like would actually be this Redbridge, which isn't a craft beer at all. It's not. No, no, God, no. It's made by Anheuser Busch. Okay. Yeah, Joey, you ever? Uh, you oh yeah, you've had the Redbridge here. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. I mean, it's gluten free. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Something different. Um, but no, I've never. I've never been a big craft beer drinker. Schlitz. I actually like Schlitz. Yeah. I like Schlitz. <laughs> I've never had that one. It's it's good. <laughs> I I kind of would just want to go back up to Wisconsin just to get it. Well, hey, we we got our plan set for next year when we go back to the uh, brew fest. Yeah. Uh, as I understand it, Schlitz is uh, a really great. If it's in a bottle, it's a really great cooking beer. I can see that making like uh, beer brats and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because it's super cheap and it doesn't really taste that great to drink out of the bottle, but it will flavor your food really well. I mean, it's. <laughs> but uh, off the tap, I hear it's amazing. I When I had it, I had it in a can, which was actually pretty good. Oh, gotcha. Nice. And um, I think it was Schlitz that's actually coming back to Milwaukee. Yeah. Drove nice. Like, it, uh, it was originally in Milwaukee. Yeah, it closed. And then. Uh, it kind of went away, but there's just been a call for it, and people want it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, but, uh, yeah, Stone Cold's uh, Broken Skull IPA, it looks like it's uh, 6.7%. Okay, so it's up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it's not any higher than that because, you know, he he's a beer drinker, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's an IPA. I don't know a lot of IPAs that are really high in alcohol. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you could have found a way. So, oh yeah, no, I have no doubt about that. But um, yeah, it's it came out. It's I haven't seen any reviews on how it is. Basically, I mean, obviously, a couple people said it was good, uh, but it's definitely a beer I do want recommend trying. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Joey, what's your favorite craft beer? Oh God, that's such a hard question. Um. Right now, I think it's probably uh, Elusive Traveler. 
really anything they make, but especially their grapefruit shandy. Elusive Traveler. Mm-hmm. Actually, I believe Traveler Beers is the name of the beer company. Elusive Cur- Traveler is the name of their grapefruit shandy. Isn't it Curious Traveler? No, that's their lemon lemonade shandy. Oh, okay, so it's just Traveler is the yes, brand. yeah. I misspoke, but yes, yeah. That's probably one of that's pro- it's one of my favorites for sure. Is their grapefruit one? Okay. Um, I definitely have to say that as of right now, that Traveler beer, man, I love that. Oh, lemon one. It's so good. The grapefruit one is even better. Is how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I'll have to try that one. I'm not a big uh, fan of the grapefruit, so it doesn't it doesn't taste like grapefruit. Really? Yes. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it is easily one of the most refreshing, tasty beers I've ever had. Okay, okay. Um, I'm also, I'm sitting here, I'm going through my Untapped, <laughs> uh, which is my, my beer drinking log app. Okay. Um, I mean, I got to think, thinking of uh, uh, Three Floyds, I really enjoyed their... Um, Moloko Stout. M-O-L-O-K-O Stout. Okay. And who was that? Three Floyds. Okay. Down in Munster. So if you're ever in Munster, I highly recommend getting like their duck breast appetizer and then drinking it down with a Moloko Stout. It's really good. Okay. Yeah, that's something I'd have to try. So, But I think uh, as far as they go, normally I would just drink their Gumball Head, which is probably my favorite beer that they actually have. That's readily available no matter where you go. I think I've had that when I went to Chicago uh, a few months back. I think I had that. It sounds familiar. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think the only Three Floyds beer that I can actually recall having was uh, Zombie Dust. Ooh, I never got to try that one. Yeah, Is that I, good? Yeah, it was really good when I tried it. Nice. Uh, what's uh, what's that one beer you want to get up at Mariano's and then have it? Iron Maiden? Yeah. Yeah, Iron Maiden, if you're not familiar, is an 80s band. And they have their own beer now. That's epic. Oh, and it's delicious, too. I actually have a can of it sitting out in the uh, garage. Nice. I'm going to have to make a trip to a store and get some more. Yeah, well, we went, what, we went to New Lenks and they only had the one. Yeah, they had a one bottle store, of it. Yeah. So. Nice. I guess I'll have to go out to Lafayette, Indiana, where I <laughs> stocked it. <laughs> I don't Perfect. think anyone around here actually carries it. That would uh, that would be a good uh, quest to go on. Yeah. Oh, and then we could go stop at that Vietnamese place and get some pho. Or not. Um, or, but yeah, that's a possibility. Maybe. There's <laughs> lots of places that I could go to Lafayette, Indiana. Yeah. Speaking I'm of familiar there, Colin, don't you have uh, something about some battle? Yeah, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront comes out there tomorrow. We go. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about the Battle of Lafayette for a second, and I was like, I was not prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for but that. But I will. I'm working on my segues. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, in my opinion, that was a horrible segue. Work in progress, really. <laughs> we went from Lafayette to Star Wars here. I mentioned Quest. I was building up to the segue. <laughs> well. Right? Come on now. As you all know, the new, uh, as everybody should know, I should say, the new Star Wars movie does come out this year in December. I believe December 18th is yep. the new movie. Now, 
not, not, not to cut you off, but I heard something about them not releasing any more trailers about the movie. Really? I haven't heard that, but I'm not surprised. I mean... Oh, you know what? I, heard, I think I heard that on... Um, uh, um, was it Ryan's second show? Oh, on Movie Podcast Weekly? I think somebody mentioned it on there. That uh, they weren't going to release any more trailers. Interesting. To me, that's cool. I don't need. I mean, I don't. I don't need any more trailers. I'm going to see it. I, yeah. I haven't seen a single one. I'm okay. Well, I thought you said you saw the first one one time. And that was it. It might have been a teaser. <laughs> just you just saw a trailer. I think I heard someone go. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah. It must have been the remastered of it. <laughs> Could have been. I don't know. I just remember hearing someone go like that, and then people started bitching about black people and stuff like that, and I started decreasing my interest in the movie. Ah, people are stupid. I know. But Anyways, okay. Anywho, uh, along with the movie that's getting released this year, uh, they are releasing a game, which actually comes out tomorrow. And in my opinion, it looks spectacular. Uh Earlier this year, I believe back in October, they had a beta, open beta for people. Nice. This is by far one of the most gorgeous games I have ever seen. It's so... Oh, wow. It's so real-like. And as I was reading today, they're saying that... uh, I'm not sure about... I mean, obviously, PC will run better. Right. Uh, they're saying that for the PlayStation 4, it is going to run at a smooth 60 frames per second. Damn. So it's going to be up there. I mean, and this 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 game is actually interesting to me, and I'm really tempted to buy it because I had so much fun playing this beta, and I'm not a big multiplayer guy, mm-hmm. but the things you can do in it, I mean, you can... <laughs> Take the at ats and walk them around. That's awesome. And the ATSTs. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And then you can even fly the planes too, which is just blows my mind. That's uh, epic. <laughs> oh, it's definitely something that's way up there. And I think hopefully they don't have too many issues with the release of it. I mean, they have been working on it. They had the beta open. Mm-hmm. Only for like three, four days. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely something that I think people should check out if they really like Star Wars. Uh, I think you would have fun with it. Like I said, I think I might be making an investment in it. Nice. Because that was just one game that really grabbed my attention. And I think it can go really far. Yeah. I, it slipped under my radar with um, all the Fallout news. Oh yeah, Fallout. and like like it's so close to the Fallout release that I'm surprised that they're even having it. So, you know, yeah, like it, that was just two weeks ago. Yeah, but it, it was still, good. I mean, this looks this looks just the screenshots alone look gorgeous. Oh yeah, it's phenomenal. Actually, playing the game, it's just like breathtaking. Oh, so, but uh, yeah, talking about Fallout, I actually just got that one too. I got a Pit Boy collection, so I actually. Nice. <laughs> got it that goes on my wrist. That's epic. So, that is fantastic. Needless to say, I haven't actually played the game yet because I haven't set up my PS4 yet. Yeah. So, 
still. It's in the process of moving over here, so. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, almost... It's probably not a bad thing. Yeah. No, not a bad thing at all. It's probably a great way to end your semester. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. School's almost up for the semester, huh? Uh, yeah, I think halfway through December. Nice. Same here. Still about a month. Right. So. Now, when it, when is the Star Wars game coming out? Comes out tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow at uh, tomorrow at midnight, right? Yeah, the seventeenth. Nice. Two hours, fifteen minutes, you know. Yeah. So Central Time. By the time you guys are hearing this, has probably already been out. So <laughs> I enjoy it if I chose to play that over this. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, play us in the background while you're watching the game, playing the game. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've never been big into Star Wars, but it sounds like an interesting game. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I'm not a big multiplayer, but man, that is one fun game. I'm a Sims fan, so I mean, yeah, we fun. know. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's ba- it's basically the Sims again. It's basically, yeah. the Sims. basically the Sims, you know, <laughs> just go around shooting people, like you do in Sims, right? Right. I mean. I mean, it seems like, you know, you're sitting there, you're creating a whole life. <laughs> create the way you want it. <laughs> We're not getting on that tangent again. No, no, let's, let's not go there. I mean, that'd just be too much fun. <laughs> yeah, if you say so. Uh, Joey. Yes. You're telling me the other day about a book you're reading. Yes, I just got done reading Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Bird by Bird is the title. Anne Lamott is the author, just in case that wasn't clear because there's so many buys in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a book on writing. Um, it, it was recommended to me almost a year ago, and I just finally got, it, got around to reading it. And it is – man, if you are interested in writing anything, a blog, a school paper, a book, an essay, um, the caption for some photos – I highly recommend it. Um, it is photos. Yeah, like like if you're like going through Facebook and you want to write a caption for a picture. Yeah, it's even good for that. It doesn't seem like uh, writing a caption takes much thought. No, it really doesn't. But that's how good this book is. Okay. Okay. In my opinion. So it is. It's just um, she's really a, a very funny writer. Um, she's very morbid. Um, I swear each. Each chapter had at least three suicide jokes, <laughs> which shouldn't be as funny to me as it is, but I understand where she's coming from. Wait, so what, what exactly is this book about? Is it a it novel? A, I thought or is it was a book like about showing you how to write stories. Yeah, it's literally it's a book. It's a book that uh, kind of is basically, sorry, it's basically the textbook for the class that she teaches out in California. Oh. So it, it does like her whole like these are the things that I teach my students in my class, but I've written them down for you so that you don't have to go to California to take my class. You can just check it out at the library and and read it at home. Gotcha. That makes sense. You said to explain to me like it was a how to, and then you're talking about suicide. Yeah, chapter. gotcha. Yeah, makes- no, no. It's it's there's there is um, it is a little bit of a how to, but it's also like. She puts so much of her own personal spin on it, like her own, like, this is my process mm-hmm. on it, that you can get a lot of the the juicy bits of 
the actual process of writing out of it. So, because there are times when I'm sitting here writing a term paper and it's just like, man, I could finish this or I could just blow my brains out. Yeah. Because it's just, you get, it's just, it's depressing to sit and not be able to write when it's something you really care about. Yeah, yeah. And so, I totally understand where she's coming from. And, uh, but it's also like so glorious to finish something that you really care about. So, it's a fun, it's fun. It's, it's a good book. I really, really, really enjoyed it and I really, really, really recommend it to anybody. <laughs> so, now where do you, where can you find this book at? Uh, I assume any bookstore, any good bookstore should have it. Let me check and see. Like, I know you can get it on Amazon for about twelve bucks um, if you want to buy it new. I bet you could get it for like a penny plus shipping. Okay, okay. If you found a, a good used copy, but what about Borders books? I am checking right now. Um, you can definitely get it at Barnes and Noble. Is Borders even open? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Borders closed down a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I haven't shopped there since Amazon became something that I could have access to. At least I'm not sure if Borders. It might, it might be. Something. I don't think they're open. I don't think they are. So. But, but yeah, you, you can get it online. You can get it at Barnes and Noble. Your local library will have it. I'm sure. Mine did. That's where I read it. I'm really excited to watch the movie that this book is going to create. Uh, is it going to create a book? A uh, movie? Prob- probably not, but... You want me to read it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would watch a movie based on this book, absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big reader, but... I mean, It'd be more of a documentary, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to broaden my horizons on it. Why not? Yeah. I'm always looking to educate myself. So, yeah. But they do have... I mean, they have an audiobook version as well, if you wanted to listen to it. Sold. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the audiobook type of guy. That's for sure. You'll give me something to do on my drives in and out of work. Yeah, yep. So yep. And it's, it's enjoyable and it's fairly short. Uh, it's like 230 pages, and they're small pages with big type. So okay, and, I mean, unless the subtitles at the bottom of video. I... <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is one to love his subtitles. I need my subtitles. People talk too much. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that. That's <laughs> excellent. It's just who I am. Judge and be judged. You, you know what? I used to not. I used to despise subtitles, but I've kind of gotten used to them. Seeing them on the TV now. Oh yeah, maybe people are talking. You're trying to watch a show. It's like you know. It's, I mean, yeah, it's true. Not you know, you know, you respect people. You don't tell them to shut up. They'll keep talking, but at least you get to actually see what's being said. And I'm happy. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay with it. Uh, anyone catch the fight this weekend? Ronda Rossi? Did not. Uh, I saw it on Facebook. Right? I mean, for those of you who paid, what, $60 to watch it on pay-per-view, could have waited one more day and watch it for free on Facebook? Yep. <laughs> That's yeah. the way things go nowadays. Ronda, At least the good part, anyway. Ronda Rossi lost her first fight. Yeah, it was surprising. Is it first, her first fight? It's the first fight she's lost. Yeah, her first UFC fight. Okay. Yeah, she was undefeated up to that point. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I think it was... I think it might have been her seventh UFC fight. Something like that. Yeah. So, okay. But I think the... Holly Helm? Was that... Yeah, she's undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were both undefeated, but Ronda is like, you know... The one that everybody knows. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So she was the one who kind of got the starts, uh, the sport started for women, as I understand. Okay. So she was the one who went to like the commissioner of the UFC and was like, look, make this a thing. Isn't that like Joe Rogan? I don't probably. Uh, Joe Rogan is the president of UFC. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, I don't know how you could refuse her. She is a terrifying woman. Mm-hmm. I know she scares me greatly. Ronda you know, Rousey was she's twelve and one. Twelve and one. She won. Dang. She won nine by uh, nine by submission and three by knockout. Damn. She's only had thirteen fights mm-hmm. in the UFC. That doesn't seem like a lot. Uh, of course, I don't watch UFC, so I don't right, know. I have no idea. Well, it was, well, I don't know. I, I don't know how they count them either. I don't know if it's like they only count title fights or if they count all fights. Um, no, it's. I mean, it's all fights, but almost almost every MMA fight is a title fight because they have a title for almost everything now. Gotcha. No, um, every, no, they count every fight in it. Um, she. I mean, it's not. It's not like pro wrestling where you're wrestling every week on TV, you know, it's during like a special event, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like boxing like, you know, it could be every month, it could be every couple months, it's just whenever you get a contender who's gonna draw to, you know, put a show on and everything, so mm-hmm. but no, yeah I, <laughs> I waited I waited the following day to uh, check it out free on Facebook and that was a horrifying kick. Yeah, that was brutal she was actually hospitalized right after that. Oh no, kidding! That, just, just, that does not surprise me. Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a precautionary thing. Um, I know they. I know she had to get her lips stitched up. Jeez. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, she just she just went down. It was it was brutal. What I did hear about her losing the fight is EA is actually still going to keep her as the cover for their new UFC game. Oh yeah, they might as well. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess in a sense that she's done something not a lot of people have. Yeah. Which I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, yeah. she. I, I guess it does suck, you know, having that loss, you know, not being undefeated anymore. But I mean, she, you know, twelve and zero is still, you know, it's still. Yeah, suck. I mean, she'll be back. Oh yeah. So. So. She's definitely uh, one tough girl. And I do her. I, she is very. I'd love to take it to the Navy ball. <laughs> That's if yes. I was still in the service. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see her play Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah. So whenever they come out with the Miss Marvel I, movie, I, I would like her to play it. I heard that she was going to be in a remake of uh, Roadhouse. Oh, I'd watch that. I don't know. It's one of those, like, I'd watch that or else. Because I feel like she'd, like, if I didn't watch it, she'd come beat me up. (laughs) (laughs) She'd probably beat you up even after you watched it. She wouldn't care. But, now she, I liked her in uh, Expendables. That was very cool. She was in Expendables? Expendables 3, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one yet. What was the one with Van Damme? Uh, Expendables. That wasn't the first one. That was the second one. It was Van Damme. The okay, so it was the second was, one. The third one was where Mel Gibson was the uh, bad guy. Okay, so I've never seen the third one. It's really good. I actually own it. We can watch it one day. I haven't oh. seen any of them. I've heard good things. Oh, Joey, come on. We'll make a movie night of it. I'm in. Sounds good. 
But uh, yeah, it looks like what was it? she was in uh, Expendables 3, Furious uh, 7, Entourage, and I guess when I saw something about uh, a remake of uh, Roadhouse. Huh. Uh, Colin, go for it. Okay, so serious question, guys. Yes. This, is a, this has been bugging me for days now. Uh, I just was thinking about it in the shower one time, you know, one of those shower thoughts. Yep. And I just had to get you guys' opinion on it. Please. Kangaroos, should they wear, should they wear tuxedos? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes? Why is that? To parties they should wear them. Because okay. I feel like they could be a very, very classy party animal. Oh, nice, nice. What about you, Travis? Um, I'm going to say kind of, just for the fact that I believe they look sexy in a bow tie and the uh, the vest, Okay, but nothing else. <laughs> You're saying Donald Duckett. Yeah, bow tie and vest, and that is it. I think everything else would be just too constricting for them. I think they'd freak out. Well, that's a good possibility. Yeah. So no, so no kangaroo in a tie, just a bow tie. It has to be a bow tie. Just a bow tie. It'd have to be. What, a bow what, tie. Is, what are your thoughts, Joe? Bow tie or tie? Oh, bow tie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see the bow tie. Joe, Joe's a bow tie guy. I am a bow tie guy, though. Yeah, it's really not fair. Well, that's right. I've I mean, once seen Joe take a normal tie and bow tie it. I have done that. <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's. I mean, it's like. It's like it's like one of those odd kind of moments in your life. Like nothing that will change your life or improve your life, but it alters it slightly. <laughs> there are people out there who are insane enough to do this. <laughs> he he gives you a second option in life. You know, hey, like, you know what? I want to try something different. Boom, bow tie. Right, that's that's perfect. <laughs> okay, <laughs> since you have both agreed that kangaroos should wear tuxedos. Or vest with, mm-hmm. with bow ties. Dress them up. Yeah. 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 Fancy. <laughs> Dress Fancy. up your roux. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Dress- a, like an Australian commercial for something. Dress Probably a condom. Well, they do have kangaroo shoes. Hey, make sure to dress your roux. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I put some punching uh, glo- boxing gloves on them. And right. Box too. Oh, yeah. That'd be hot. <laughs> yeah. That'd be hot. Well, I know. I believe it's Tekken actually has a kangaroo. I think his name's Alex. It's a boxing kangaroo. That's, That's epic. Pretty funny. But uh, so these kangaroos are dressed up. Okay. Now you're a multi-million-dollar owner. Are you gonna invite them on your yacht? Mm, no. I'd bring them on the yacht. You'd bring them on the yacht. I'd bring them on the yacht. I would not. What would your yacht's name be, Travis? Uh, Dunkaroo. Dunkaroo. Nice. Would, would this be a yacht specifically designed for your kangaroos? It would be in the shape of a kangaroo. Ooh. It would oh, just for the fact. Yeah. Kangaroo-shaped yacht. Kangaroo-shaped yacht. That that seems pretty extreme there. I yeah, but I mean it's. I mean if if I get a kangaroo and I put a tie and a vest on it, I'm gonna be committed to this kangaroo, and everything's gonna be kangaroo. The yacht. Okay. Like kangaroo seats? Oh, yeah. Wait, now, now when I say kangaroo seats, are they, they made out of kangaroos? Oh, they're made out of kangaroos. 
They're made out of the kangaroos that refuse to wear the tie of the vest. Yikes. One finally got it. Hey, if you don't wear this, you could have made a couch. Right. Or a bed. And then downstairs, instead of having normal beds, pouches. Pouches? Pouches you sleep in. Oh. Nice. Just lay in the, in the pouch. Exactly. Oh. That, that would actually be really comfortable. Yeah. I bet. So, yeah. so Joe, why wouldn't you want to... Uh, my yacht would probably have a pool on it, and kangaroos are notorious for taking people and drowning them in pools. Are so, they? Yeah. Well, you could just keep them away from the pool. Yeah. I feel like I would want to give them free reign of my yacht if I had a yacht and a kangaroo. Not just I, mean, that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop a dog from running all over the thing. I mean, of course, they wouldn't grab me and drown me, but I don't they, know. I just wouldn't do it. They could if they don't know how to swim. That's true. I'm not putting a pool on my yacht, so my... Yeah, you're probably fine. My kangaroo could uh, bounce around my dunkaroo. Cool. <laughs> bounce around your dunkaroo. Are you going to have, like, a dipping spot so they can just get dipped in there, like a hot tub? Uh, no, because I'm not going to have a hot tub on it either. <laughs> it's just a hot tub it's just, of frosting? It's just going to be frosting. a small yacht. Just a small yacht. That's it. <laughs> small kangaroo yacht. Yeah, because I'm assuming I'm going to spend so much money... Buying kangaroos and outfits for them, so. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and paying people to taxidermy them into chairs. Yeah, exactly. And pouches. Right. <laughs> I heard they make a good stew. I would not know. I heard they're a problem in uh, Australia, though. Yeah, they're like deer yeah. in Indiana. I hear they can't hop backwards. I've heard that, too. I don't know. Can they stand on their tails? Mm-hmm. I think I've heard that. Every badass. I've seen pictures of it, but, you know, Photoshop exists, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you probably can find one that is wearing a tuxedo <laughs> on a kangaroo yacht named the Dunkaroo. Right. Maybe uh, maybe that'll be our future logo. What? Ooh, nice. A Dunkaroo kangaroo. That's a great idea. So if you would like to make us a logo with a tuxedoed kangaroo, you'll probably be a strong contender for our contest that ends in October or December. October. Where did October even come from? Uh, there. Last month. What the hell? Oh, God. I need a nap, <laughs> listeners. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, this freaking show is currently have a, a contest to – choose a uh, new logo. Uh, we currently do have a logo as of right now, which if you look at any of our pages, you can see it's a nice red shirt with a white tie. Not a tie, not a bow tie. Yeah. And because of that reason, we just don't like it that much. So what we're doing is having our uh, viewers, such as you, go and create a logo for us. Um, use your imagination. It doesn't have to be just one. You could do multiple submissions. Guys, I already looked over a couple that we have. Yeah. And um, I like them. Um, any one of these could potentially be it, but I want more of a challenge. I want more wows. I want people to submit some more in so we could uh, keep it rolling. You, you have until midnight, uh, was it December 26th, I yes, believe? Yes, I believe that is the case. Yep. So uh, keep submitting them to uh, this freaking show at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll announce the winner December 30th on our episode and reveal it uh, 31st. Yep. What else do we have going on? Oh. Next week, uh, 
Thanksgiving special. That's true. It's Thanksgiving. It'll be a special Thanksgiving. We'll be giving thanks for our fourth podcast episode. That's right. Yes, keeping them rolling. Almost there, number nine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's significant about number nine, Travis? Um. Well, from uh, from the podcast I was on a couple weeks ago, I was on uh, Geekcast Live, which is uh, Joe's original uh, podcast that he's uh, currently still on. Yep. Um, I had some good advice from Ryan about uh, most podcasts uh, don't see episode nine. You usually get to about episode eight, and it's usually their make or break time. <laughs> so uh, I'm very excited for uh, episode eight. And uh, have you ever uh, you ever talked to Ryan or meet Ryan? I'm yeah. Never- oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> like, I grew up with him. Joey, did you ever meet your co-host? <laughs> but no, uh, Colin, no, you've um, you haven't had the privilege of uh, talking to Ryan. I have not. yet. That's Is that true. right, Joe? I believe that's correct. Because uh, we have a special uh, surprise for next week. We do. What's next week? Ryan will be on our show. Ryan will what? be on our show. We'll have our first guest. We'll, um, our first we'll be guest. giving thanks for making it halfway through the uh, the Crucible. Okay, okay. And giving thanks for having our first guest. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, um, next week we're going to bring up some stories, talk about some history, maybe have a little trivia here and there, and uh, just feel full of cheer. Maybe we'll talk about some Black Friday specials. And and uh, turkey, right? Oh, got to have turkey. Budding's beef turkey sandwiches. Oh, Budding's beef. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it won't be really Thanksgiving, but it'll be the week of, so we can't really roast an entire turkey. Yeah. All right. Be a little too soon. Exactly, but yeah, no, um, yeah. Make sure you guys tune in next week to hear our show. Uh, you get to uh, hear from Ryan, who's uh, quite the funny guy. Here's some of our uh, favorite Thanksgiving stories. Yep, some Black Friday specials and everything. Um, anything else you want to share, Joe? No, I think you covered it. Uh, I just want to remind everyone to uh, check out Geekcast Live at the GeekcastLivePodcast.com/slash/podcast. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Live and me personally at Geekcast Joe. As always, ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, find us on Facebook at This Freaking Show, Twitter at This Freaking Show. We created an Instagram, no pictures yet, but it's a work in progress. Uh, search This Freaking Show. Uh, go to our website, www.thisfreakingshow.com, to see all previous shows, including this one. Um, and um, as always, I'm Travis D. I'm Awkward Colin. And Geekcast Joe. Thank you for tuning in to this freaking show. I'm out.